What's up, y'all? This is Tony Powell, and you're listening to Powell to the People, the podcast, episode 162. Once again, the finest cast in the whole podcasting universe has reconvened to talk that stuff that we talk on a weekly basis. Uh, when I want to know what's going on with anything New York City transit-related, there's no expert I trust more than my cousin, Mr. Keith Powell. What's going on, Keith? I'm great. I'm happy to be here with my people. And when I want to talk local TV news, there's no expert I trust more than my favorite director, who's also my brother, Mr. Mark Powell. What's going on, Mark? What's up, fam? What's up, world? And when I want to talk New York City real estate, there's nobody I trust more than the man we call Mr. Eddie Kane Jr., my cousin, Mr. Derek Powell's in the house. What's going on, DP? Everything is good. Always good to be in the cipher with the cats. How y'all doing? Uh, you know, I'm well. You know, there's a lot going on in the world, and 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 I want to tie some things in. You know, I was reading the other day. I was reading uh, yesterday. I read an article on Daily Coast, and the article talked about Texas and this new thing where they're trying to eliminate uh, teaching history the way history is supposed to be taught. You know, where, they, where they're trying to say that uh, slavery wasn't all that bad and they want to talk about the, uh, <laughs> give the other side, the other view of the Holocaust, you know, which is just insane. There is no other view of the Holocaust, but that this is where they are. This is where they're headed because apparently there's a big uh, blacklash against the idea that, that you know, uh, they might actually teach uh, the real history about slavery. I think the real uh, backlash is a function of of uh, the 1619 project, which people people are not aware of. It it's uh, it's the idea that uh, slavery in America began in 1619. It's 400 years, and it's uh, a brilliant, brilliant, um, oh my god, uh, brilliant uh, piece of research and scholarship done by I forget her name. Holy smokes, um, uh, Mark, if you could just find out for me while, right, while right. I talk uh, 1619 project. Anyway. This is the backlash. And the premise of the article was that it makes sense in this regard. The state of Texas itself was built on a lie. And what I mean by that is we've all heard the story of the Alamo. You know, we all know, remember the Alamo, John Wayne screaming, remember the Alamo. And, mm-hmm. and we've all heard uh, about how these heroic men, you know, Davy Crockett and Kit Carson and all these guys were fighting off the the Mexican armies of Santa Ana, and they were surrounded in this little mission church in in the Alamo and in, in uh, San Antonio, and they uh, they uh, you know fought bravely to the last man, but they were all killed, uh, and and you know that was the inspiration for the uh, liberation and the creation of Texas. Oh yeah. Thank you, Mark. Uh, it's a, uh, yeah. Uh, Nicole Hannah Jones. I don't know why I'm, I'm blanking on her. She's, she's, she's really a brilliant, uh, uh, scholar and researcher. In fact, I, I should, you shouldn't have had to look it up. Mark. She's, she's actually, uh, doing, uh, a residency at Howard right now. Oh, okay. You know what? I t- I'm looking at a picture going, she looks for me. I forgot about that. Yeah. I did. She's, yep, I did see yep. that. she left, she uh, she left, Damn, what school did she go to? It was Carolina, UNC. They didn't want to. They didn't yeah, want to. They right. didn't want to give her. I'm looking at the picture. Why she looks so familiar? Yeah, because I remember seeing her on a on CBS Morning Show and how she said she left UNC and she's going at Howard. Sorry. Yep, she, she left UNC. UNC didn't want to offer her tenure, which is just again uh, proving her point about uh, about racism. Ta-Nehisi Coates is also down at Howard. Uh, for those of you keeping yeah, score, yeah. 
Also, uh, the the dorms are shitty in Howard. For those of you uh, keeping well, score, I knew that. Uh, that story could have been told. How, uh, ninety, early eight, late eighties, early nineties, two thousand, seventies, sixties, fifties, whatever. That story has always been told. A friend of mine emailed me the other day. Emailed me the article because all the students down there are having a sit-in, yeah. um, because of of the living conditions. You know, rodents and 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 roaches and no and, heat. You know, the, no heat in <laughs> the no dorms in Howard. But I was thinking, like I said, like what Mark just said is funny because when I went to visit him down there way back when, I was like, man, these are some shit. I mean, like. There's no great dorms. I mean, if you live, if you go to like a really, really large university, uh, and they, you know, they, the campus is expanding, they they rebuild the dorms, you know, the new dorms, uh, and some of these places they they're pretty they're pretty neat, you know, these suites or what have you. But you know, and then you go to some of the older schools like Yale. If you go to Yale and you go to the, the, the campus in New Haven, you're like, man, this is this is wow, what happened here? But you know, again, the school is almost you know a couple hundred years old, and 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 some of that ivy. You know, as they call it, the Ivy, you know, the, the Ivy League, that Ivy covering the buildings kind of makes you think, well, you know what? I can deal with it. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, but the Howard dorms, man, holy smoky smoke, I mean, like naked bulbs. I was like, man, are these cats doing time or they going to now, school? What's going on down here? My, I know we're off topic here, but my freshman year dorm, shout out to Drew Hall. If if it wasn't on a campus, you would think you're like a minimum security prison. That place wow. was rough. Um it was just, it was like the weirdest thing. And I, I'm not sure if this is standard. Well, you know, I don't know because I only went to Howard's uh, dorm. The shower was like a prison shower. It was like everybody in a in a you know, in a square with ah, you know, stalls on, was yeah. it was uh, spigots on the wall. No, no privacy. No, like hey, you know, I got a curtain here. No, you didn't put everybody's out there prison style. Um, <laughs> I will say that, he's not lying. I mean, no, I'm, no, I'm not, not exaggeration. Are you serious? That's how it is. This, the naked, shower, naked light bulbs in the hallway. I'm like naked the light bulbs. Y'all ain't got, like no, got no covers. Now the oh. thing has the things are obviously something that has changed with the lack of heat because that's one thing we did have in that dorm was it was hot as hell in the dorm when I was there. It was <laughs> apartment style heat, but no, it's always been rough. The dormitory situation, however, has been an issue from when I was there. I know, right before I graduated, they had, they had they had bought or built. I'm sorry, two new dormitories. Basically, apartment buildings. They were really nice. And they had built more since. But I think the problems, and I, I don't know exactly, but I'm assuming the problems are for the older dorms, like the Drew Halls or the, the Quadrangle, where the, where the ladies go, the Quadrangle that has five dorms. Um, uh, gosh, Carver, uh, Meridian, I'm calling all these dorms. Those older dorms are rough. Wow. Nah, it, it, you ain't lying. I mean, like I said, you know, like like a minimum security prison. I, I could have swore I saw cats making making raisin wine up in there, man. <laughs> you, know, shanks. you know, making shanks, washing their t shirts, and you know, sink, man. I'm like, yo, we paying way too much money for that. Where am I? Mm-hmm. Now, if they had those black superstar athletes that went to the black colleges, maybe y'all would have had better stuff at your dogs. That would <laughs> that would be obviously one easy fix. But that school is too rich, too deep to be going that poorly. Yeah, yeah. It just makes no it's it's it makes no sense. And I'm glad the kids are finally saying enough is enough because we did it when I was on campus. We uh we took over the uh the, the bursa office for different reasons. It was uh, like talking about how it was a different reason. But dormitories were on that list back in 1980. Well, I think we did it was 80. 
87, 88, because I was freshman year. So we did it back then. So obviously things haven't changed much, but it's good because the reason it's good is because normally when things are starting to turn, people say, you know, don't say anything now. You don't want to call any attention to it. This is the perfect time to say something because all the eyes are on everybody. We call everybody is on notice right now that you got to do better on all fronts, and that's good. That's that's the that's the benefit of the pandemic. So again, so um, brings us right back to the point. Everybody's got to do better. So Texas is 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 trying to whitewash history, and I mentioned Davy Crockett um, back in the fifties. Back in the fifties, uh, Walt Disney. Our favorite racist, uh, yeah. <laughs> the guy that uh, gave us uh, <laughs> his walk was a straight anti-Semite. He was, he was horrible. He's a horrible human being. Uh, but, you know, that wasn't his image. Everybody thinks, oh, yeah, Uncle Walt. Uncle Walt didn't like nobody. I mean, you know, uh, that was not, didn't look like him. He um, definitely wouldn't like, I'm not sure if he's still uh, the head of, of Disney, Eisner. Oh, he absolutely! Was over in his grave, if he knew <laughs> that guy was head of if you Because Eisner is Jewish. If you can, if you if you listen carefully right now, folks, or the people listening to the podcast, if you listen really carefully, just turn down other stuff. Turn the podcast down for a brief second and listen carefully to the sound. You can actually hear it. it sounds like a, a high pitched whine. <laughs> That's what Disney's spinning in his grave right now. That's what you hear. Oh my sounds God. like it sounds like an air raid siren. That's Walt Disney in his grave spinning because he knew, you know, because Disney is now being run by Jewish people. He can't take it. Uh, so, <laughs> so back in the fifties, uh, Walt Disney tried to create more, you know, American mythology and trying to, you know, big up America. Created this this mythology around David Crockett. Uh, Keith was singing the uh, David Crockett theme song off the air because we used to all watch as a kid. Yeah, that was one of my favorite shows on TV. I never forget, man. The seven thirty on Sunday night, Wonderful World of Disney. Disney. My ass was right there watching NBC. I was all up in it. I love that show. Uh, I couldn't wait to go to Disney World. I, I love that show. Um, but yeah, he created this image of uh, David Crockett as this this amazing frontiersman and. You know, he can shoot, you know, and he can, you know, track. And he was just this super, super duper guy. And it was so effective. His little miniseries, Davy Crockett, was so effective that in the 50s, all the little kids were wearing these little coonskin caps. That's that's a function of Walt Disney's um, power with the media. So everybody's wearing these coonskin caps. And so we were, we were believing that Davy Crockett was this great American hero that fought to the death at the Alamo. And then years later, uh, John Wayne took his own money, about $1.3 million of his own money, to make a movie about the Alamo where he himself played Davy Crockett. And, you know, with that old John Wayne talk, remember that that became part of American uh, culture and psyche. And so Texas has built this mythology on on this this heroic act of these people, these men, these brilliant men dying at the Alamo um, to 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 fight for the freedom of Texas against the the, the raging maniac Mexican hordes. Here's the real story, and I was today's years old when I learned it. Here's the real story about what happened at the Alamo. Santa Ana was the president of Mexico. He was the president and general of Mexico. Mexico had gotten their independence from Spain, I think like in the 1830s, 
1832. I'm not sure of the dates. You guys can check the dates. Uh, but they had gotten this, their independence from Spain. They had been a colony of Spain. And so as part of their new country, they decided that they were not going to allow slavery. They had been essentially feeling as, 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 uh, as a colonial uh, property. They had felt like themselves, themselves that they had been enslaved. There were slaves that had been brought to Mexico. Uh, in fact, I didn't know this about Mexico. There's a large population of, of African descendants in Mexico. They never tell us about that either because they were brought over here by the Spaniards to, to help build Mexico. And so when they got their independence, they decided that they were not going to have slavery at all. Tejas, T-E-J-A-S, which is now we now refer to as Texas, Tejas was part of Mexico. And what they were trying to do was they were trying to settle. The Mexican government was trying to settle Texas and trying to bring people, encouraging people to come to Tejas to settle it, uh, to help you know develop the land and everything else. And so you got Americans who went down to what is essentially was essentially Mexico to to get the land and, and settle the land and, and use the land. And these people were slave owners. Some of these people that went down and decided that they were gonna grow cotton in Texas's uh mm. on, on, on Texas's soil and they were gonna grow cotton and the you know, best way to grow cotton they felt was by use of slave labor. The Mexican government said hey you know, we just told you guys, uh, you know, we're not we're outlawing slavery. Slavery is not something we can have. We don't want it. We don't we don't want you to do it either. To which these uh, so-called patriots, these Texans, these Tejanos, these uh, these these American Americano t- t- Texans said, nah, kill that noise. We're going to keep these slaves. That's what they were fighting about at the Alamo. The Mexican government says, we're coming to Texas. We're coming there to tell you to stop. We ask you. They knew for weeks that the Mexican army was coming. <laughs> they knew for weeks. It wasn't like, you know, that they just rolled up and then all of a sudden they had no choice but to, you know, run into this mission in uh, San Antonio and, and, and shoot it out. They knew for weeks that they were coming. And they still were fighting. They, they, they chose to fight. Not because of of Texas or not because of any sense of the Lone Star State or any of that stuff. They wanted to maintain slavery. Remember, Texas is the same place that celebrates Juneteenth. That's (laughs) (laughs) somebody must die every week at the same goddamn time. I don't know what this is, man. Every single week, the same time, somebody's in man. (laughs) <laughs> back to Wells, back to the story. So so oh God. they were not fighting for any kind of sense of freedom or any of that nonsense. They were fighting to maintain slavery. And as I said, Juneteenth is the day that the slaves found out over a year after emancipation that they were free in the same state, Texas. So Texas has always been about its slavery. It's always been founded on slavery. It was that was baked in their cake. And when it comes to Davy Crockett, apparently Davy Crockett was was not really all that heroic. He was a bit of a loser from 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 the real historic historical perspective. He was a bit of a loser. In fact, he went outside and surrendered. He didn't die, you know, holding Aww. on to his you know his, his musket and all that bullshit and his cool <laughs> He came went up. out there and he surrendered and they he was soft. He was soft, he just said he gave up. David Crockett gave up. <laughs> wow. gave up. So, Anthony, if, if I got this correct, 
Yep. They fought. The Mexicans was fighting for us so they could stop slavery. And Texas yep. was fighting to keep slavery. Yep. And Dave Crockett felt it was a losing battle. He just said, fuck it. I'm giving up, y'all. We, we, we can't win this battle. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much the whole, that's it. That's American history. That's, that's, that's American history that they don't want to tell you, that they don't want you to know. This is what's going on in America. They, they, are, they are systematically trying to erase history, real history, the real talk, real history from the, the, the historical record. And that's one of the things. And so Texas, this is the other thing I want to talk about. Texas is the largest um, producer of school texts. Which brings us to, you know, Texas is all, every, all lines point back to Texas. Texas is the largest um, producer of school texts, historical texts. So what happens is Texas makes so many of them that other states just, rather than write themselves, they just buy the books. And so these textbooks that are coming from Texas are filled, filled with uh, misinformation about American history. You know, if anybody doubts that Texas makes the books, think about where Lee Harvey Oswell was when he shot Kennedy, when he allegedly shot Kennedy. Oh. He was in the Texas Book Depository. That's where he was. That's what they do. Go ahead, Mark. No, I wasn't pick on the fact that uh, he didn't shoot Kennedy. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I said allegedly. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you know. You, when you get the correction, I was like, yeah. Yeah, okay. That so, magic bullet. <laughs> so, <laughs> what are you telling me, Anthony? No, Magneto killed Kennedy. Oh boy, Magneto! <laughs> right. So from Texas, we getting our, our kids. Well, even when we were in school, got yeah. textbooks from Texas that have been telling us lies and forced truths, and not even putting in what is really true that has happened in this country. Is this what you're telling me, Anthony? This is exactly what I'm telling. Think about this: when I say the word, uh, when I say the name Eli Whitney, what, what name? What, what comes up to? What comes to mind? Cotton Cotton. Cotton gin, right? Eli Whitney invented the cotton gin. You've, we've all heard that. Uh, are we, uh, mm-hmm. I didn't hear Derek uh, with the answer. I guess you cut class that day, Derek? The only thing I remember about Eli Whitney, I bust their ass when I was in high school playing them. I remember that. <laughs> 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 they, got, they, they got about 30 out of me. <laughs> but no, I remember. Yes, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, Eli Whitney has been credited with the cotton gin, but here's the thing. He, Eli Whitney never invented the cotton gin. Eli Whitney, uh, it was actual slaves who came up with the idea for the cotton gin, but because uh, the law said that uh, anything that the slaves come up with, uh, since their property, any property that they invent or any any intellectual properties they come up with belong to the slave owner. And that's how Eli Whitney's name got attached to the cotton gin. It wasn't because he came up with some brilliant idea to help poor, hardworking slaves. What the fuck? Nobody would do that shit. <laughs> you know, I mean, think about think, just think about the logic. Yeah, oh, these poor, hardworking slaves. Let me come up. I wish there was a way I could help them help themselves. No, that's not what happened. They came up with the idea. The, the the people working in the fields came up with the idea. He saw it and then took the idea and then patented it. And so now we've been told, just like I, you know, four of us, four grown men. I say Eli Whitney right away. Cotton gin. If you know nothing else that comes to mind immediately. You know what, Eli Whitney? We did what we call now uh, a Zuckerberg. He didn't yep. really invent. <laughs> he, you know, he didn't really have. If if you believe the story, is the the, I did, the true idea of Facebook, but he was the one to put it in in the place. So we call that a Zuckerberg. Yeah. So he's he, yeah he was he was the he was the precursor to Zuckerberg. Wow. Yeah. I, so I mean that's what I'm shocked. saying. So so history is is a dangerous thing. I mean you know we're 
we're pretty close in America. But the fact checkers at Anthony. Why did why they not checking this? They stuff don't want the facts checked, Key. That's the that's what I'm talking about. The the idea, see, you don't want the facts checked. They don't, you know, that's why these these fools are losing their minds, screaming up and down, jumping up and down about we don't want them teaching critical race theory, which is never taught in the schools anyway. That's taught in law school. And most, you know, kindergarten kids or, or middle school kids are not taking law school crap classes. But the idea that you might teach the history that's talked about in the 1619 Project freaks them out because the truth of that, you know, they say the truth will set you free. It will also set you up. These people don't want to have these truths out there for them to be, uh, for the, for it to be discussed. It, it, it's, it's really, really sad. I mean, it's, it's, it is a fascist idea. That's what the Nazis did in Germany. They, they, they just said, okay, you know what we're going to do? We're going to burn these books. We're going to ban <laughs> these books and burn these books. So even in, 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 in these, I'm talking about the Texas school books. They don't even call them slaves anymore. Some, some of the, some of these, some of these people are referred to as workers. workers. Yeah, workers. workers. Exactly. Cool. They ain't get no pay. They got an ass whipping. Some, some hog food or slop that was thrown at them, beaten, yeah. and they and were some, workers. And right? some books they call them children. Right. <laughs> I was being funny it with that. Wasn't even a man. No. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Crazy. So that. The, this is what I'm saying. So, so, so they again. don't want the stories told. They don't want the stories out there. They don't want the. They don't want you know because the idea is is that uh, you're teaching um, white kids about racism and you don't want them to to you know be self hating or whatever. But that's that's nonsense. The reality is is that this is what happened and they and yeah. people need to know. Um, so what you about know, us? Just, what about us? We need to know. You know, I mean, we you know last was last week or the week before. Uh, it was uh, Christopher Columbus Day, Indigenous Peoples Day is what I call it. But they had Christopher Columbus Day, and even that story is not told properly. They say Christopher Columbus discovered America. Well, if I'm standing on the beach in the DR and I see them sails coming over the horizon, he's not discovering me. I'm discovering him. <laughs> like, what is going on out there? That's what I'm doing. I'm standing on the beach going, who is that and why is he here? Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, think about it. If I, if I, if I go into, if I go into your house and I look at you and I go, Derek, I found you. I <laughs> already home. You found me. You found me. You left the door open. That's what you found out. Oh, I right. discovered so, you. You discovered yeah. me. So, wow. This is what's going on, man. And and and, and unfortunately, it's it's got a life of its own. You think about this, the way that they spun this this. Uh, January 6th insurrection and the way you listen to, to, to certain people spinning that story about how they were just tourists and, you know, they were just down there and, you know, and, and they weren't up to any, they, you know, they, these are just good patriots and all that. If you change the words and you change the story, it becomes really, really dangerous. Change the narrative. But, 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 the narrative. but good thing there's video. There's video of that. Though. Yeah, it, that story is the hardest to spin yeah. now versus back yeah, we got take ten years ago, let alone hundreds of years ago. So they can spin that story all they want, but you know who you gonna believe? Me or your lying eyes? I mean, you can sit exactly. there and say that Rodney King was resisting, but to me, it looked like he was resisting getting his ass kicked. He wasn't resisting. <laughs> so He's you can spin how you blows. like. Yeah, you can spin it how you like, but that that story they can't spin. They can't spin it to the true masses. Of course, you can spin it. You can always you know preach your own Trump choir. Problem. I mean. I mean, if you if you're uh, an MSNBC or CNN viewer, well, 
I I give you news that you want to hear because I want you to keep watching because I want to keep paying my bills. Same thing with Fox and Newsmax or uh, or Breitbart. You know those. That's the problem. I I've, I've said a thousand times. I keep having is that where do you find what really happened? And then even if you do see something like Anthony found a story about David Crockett, which is accurate. But I bet you if I searched enough and if I tweak certain words in my search engine, it'll feed me a different story about David Crockett. So unlike math, where I know one plus one is always two, history always has too many shades. And that's frustrating because you're supposed to be able to say, listen, what happened? I I don't care what the what the answer is. Just tell me what happened. You know, if if it went down wrong, then it went down wrong. If it went down right, if there was if there was blame on both sides, then be a blame on both sides. But don't slant me. Just tell me what happened so that I can adjust, so I can live, so I can function. When it's always this kind of shadow and, and partials, it drives you crazy. Well, that's the that's the thing. I mean, you know, I mentioned Columbus Day and I mentioned Juneteenth. I might as well mention Thanksgiving. The true story of Thanksgiving is horrible. It's not about, oh, yes, the Native Americans wanted to help these poor pilgrims get through the winter. You know, th- that's not that's not at all. Supervisor. What, what happened to them in the end? Supervisor. Uh, uh, supervisor, you, you're yeah, pushing yeah. it today. You're pushing it, supervisor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, man. I got to get it. I got to get it. Listen to me, man. I, 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 I can't hold about, back no more, man. I'm thinking about macaroni and cheese in a couple of weeks and some sweet potatoes, man. Can, can we talk about Thanksgiving the week after? <laughs> <laughs> With you, you can't do nothing, man. You know, now I'm going to be sitting out eating and be like, damn, it's messed up with them pilgrims. Hey, pass me that cranberry over there. <laughs> yeah, you know, two things. Pilgrims got slaughtered on Thanksgiving and so did the lions. Mm-mm. Oh! That's oh, wow. fire. Damn. Okay. That story. I, well, I'll tell you what I'll do. Uh, I'll tell our, our listeners, I will save the true story of Thanksgiving for uh, our week be- week of Thanksgiving. There you go. Uh, That's podcast. Okay, good. And another thing, Anthony, please don't mess up the kids' Christmas. Please don't do that. Exactly, <laughs> man. Oh, I got stories. I brought you in presents. <laughs> you all right? I got stories. Uh, oh, I'll say God. I'll save that for the Christmas show. <laughs> <laughs> now, history is a bitch, man. I mean, if you, if you, if once you start telling the truth about it, 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 it becomes really, 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 really wild. And I think that's that's the issue I'm having is that um, it, it, it once you there's a lot of patriarchy, there's a lot of supremacy in in the story and and the, and the teachings of history, even. Even religion has has some way way horrible issues. Oh and, yeah, you and, want to get into the Crusades? Oh my gosh! Oh no, no, I, I I take it even before the Crusades. Think about this: before uh, this, just 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 as an example, um, in the beginnings of of so called organized religion, you had these these groups that were uh, polytheistic. They believed in in multiple um, gods and goddesses, right? You know, um, and in fact, in many cultures, uh, women were high priestesses. They they were the the religious, uh, the keeper of, of 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 the faith. But what happened was monotheism came in. Um, you know, Judea, Judaism, um, Christianity, and and and, Isl- and uh, Islam, and you know, all three, all three of the big religions worship the same God. And the only difference is, is the prophets. The prophets are different, you know, Jesus, Abraham, and Muhammad. But they all worship the same, you know, uni God. 
so what what they did was uh you know as 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 men started getting more control and, and this patriarchy kind of settled in they got rid of the idea of of female goddesses or, or females uh female deities had to be you know the wives of or or the concubines of male powerful male deities so that took away the the uh power of women and then um they got rid of the idea of these priestesses being the the you know keepers of the faith and then when you have monotheism now what are you worshiping you're worshiping essentially a male god and the the male prophet of that god so there's no room for women in 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 that that circumstance. So women have to be or take a subservient role in the major three religions. So you silence their voices. That's the problem. Shall I continue? Uh, preach on, <laughs> preach move on, man. <laughs> <laughs> you making ain't, ain't Houston and uh, you know playing some baseball? Sometimes? <laughs> it's like I don't Ooh, know about your house, but it's baseball. It's, it's getting dark outside. You sick, but I don't know about it. God damn! These are the things that's on my mind. I mean, it, it, it's again. Uh, I just it, it's unfortunate because kids are going to school. Um, they're learning these things, and they're not they're not armed with facts. And then you have a general like America is like just butt ass stupid right now. America's ass backwards. And if you look at, you know, Mark was kind of alluding to it, you know, depending on 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 your search terms or your search engines or, or, or even your geographical location will determine whether whether you're what kind of information you're getting. And we're not getting consistently correct information, you know, good, bad or, or ugly. I mean, you know, just give it, you know, yeah. history is what it is. You know, it's already passed. I mean, you know, even even it's not just here, like in Japan, um, oh, their, their government tried to get rid of, you know, tried to whitewash their history. They tried to say that, that, uh, you know, the, the, the so-called, the, the, the atrocities that they were committing in Nanking, uh, China didn't happen and this didn't happen. They're trying to make sure that these things don't, uh, the government trying to make sure these things don't end up in, in history books. It's, it's, it's a dangerous, dangerous idea. And hey, Anthony, it, question, uh, I don't mean to cut you off when you were in college or high right. school, uh, Mark and Dirk too. Did they teach you about the f- true facts of slavery, or that was never taught, or wasn't uh, part of the class, uh, like planning? I, I can tell you. I can tell you. Um, uh, for, for me, slavery was like like not even like a, a month or two worth of units. It was like a, like like two or three pages. Really, in the history Nothing. books, I, I I remember it being like not like you know like it should have taken up uh, you know damn near all of America sixteen nineteen till till whenever I was in high school. So that should have been like at least three hundred years worth of worth of worth of pages, uh, but it wasn't. It was like a, a maybe, not even a chapter, not even. And in fact, when I was teaching and 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 we got to the slavery section of, of the history books we were using, it wasn't like you know a chapter or multiple chapters. It's it's crazy. Yeah. Um. For me, it, it, there was a decent amount of it. Um. And Howard. What Howard? It. it <sighs> That's what I'm thinking. That's where it would be at. That's what I'm thinking too. But, but not really because by the time you get, I mean, it's going to sound stupid. By the time you got to Howard, yeah, obviously you, you learned certain things about, you know, the past and, and slavery. But at that point, we weren't focusing on that as much as we were saying. Obviously, you have a, a certain base knowledge of and a certain 
narrative that's been taught to you. Next, that we're going to elevate you. We don't care that you've been taught this. This is what you really are. This is what you should be. This is what you should strive to become. Like I always say, the thing, the biggest thing about Howard, I mean, everybody learns certain things at college, but it gave me such an armor and such a, uh, I guess, a shield that I had. You know, you you walk out with this incredible arrogance, and that sounds bad when you say it like that. But it's, it wasn't. It was a shield of armor. It was a confidence that, you know what, you are it. You you're, you're are it. And another thing I also liked about Howard, and a lot of things, but, but another th- one of the things I always think about is I knew no matter what happened, whether I failed, it was on me, or if I succeeded, it was on me. I never had to wonder, like, did I get that grade because I'm, you know, this, or did I get none of that? Did they had none? There was none of those games. I didn't have to, and not saying that every school I had games, but sometimes you wonder, like, man, you know, did he pass me because of, you know, such and such? Like, I mean, like I know for, for and I wasn't even a good, really good athlete in school, but I got, I passed chemistry and I failed every single test because I was on the <laughs> basketball team. I was on the basketball team. Um, we, we played after school. He knew my father and he just pushed me through. Just because of that, that would never happen at Howard. If you fail, you fail. I don't care that you are <laughs> this or that. But the biggest thing to get is is it gave it gave you armor. It gave you obviously a history of certain things, but it gave yeah. you the sense of that you know what you are it. Now go out there and prove it to us. We know See, we we know we're giving the goods. Now you got you can't come up and say, well, I didn't know this or I wasn't. We are giving you all the keys to the answer. We're giving you the cheat sheet and we're giving you the real dope. You need to go out there and prove that because there's no reason you can't. You've come from here. You're one of the fortunate ones, you know, to to go to Howard. But what about those other kids who went to different schools and in high school and their colleges never taught them anything about the slavery? And they didn't find out about slavery until Internet or someone addressing it to them. And it, wow. that puts them in a, in, in a different light because they see the world much different than most of us see it. They didn't have that, that armor and that protection to push them through and, and tell them, no, this is what you should be able to do now. Yeah. Now, remember that part of that armor, like I said before earlier, when my brother brought, he brought up the point, just tell me the story and I, I can deal with whatever right. the answers are. Part of that story also that we learned at Howard, and, and, and Howard will keep this quiet as hell, but it was true as part of the Howard's history. Yes. Is a brown paper bag test, and you know what that test was? Yeah, okay, light, a lot. Dark. Yeah, a lot of students. If you dark in a brown paper bag, you weren't getting into Howard. Remember the 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 historically black college, you couldn't get in there. So that's I mean that's how that's essentially the setup of, of sorority fraternity orders as well. But we learned all that so you can know somebody can't say, hey, guess you know such and such, or you don't. No, I know. I'm, I'm aware. I'm just choosing to do otherwise. Well, it's funny. I mean, there's a couple of things like what Howard, first of all, is named after the white guy that founded the school yeah. was the head of the Freedmen's Bureau, who's the guy who actually made sure that the school was set up. As far as slavery is concerned, at my college, Keith, 
uh, I learned about it right away because the slaves actually built Virginia. So, so uh, it's, it's true. That's Thomas true. Jefferson down yeah. to the school. Uh, Monticello actually is above the campus. It's on a mountain. He actually can look down. If you've ever visited Monticello, it's just a plantation. That's all it is. They keep all this shit intact, but it's a plantation. So, uh, a fact, like the, 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 I believe the high end, like the, the, the top students in our, in, in Virginia, um, live on this place called the lawn, uh, which is where they hold the graduations. And the lawn is like this, you know, the original, uh, original academic village. It's the original campus. It's just right in the heart of, of the school. Um, but I believe at one point, them bad boys, some of them, some behind it was like the slave quarters. So yeah, I mean, you know, you can, <laughs> you know, people can go down there and pretend like it's all cool and everything else. But I mean, I was, fully aware of, of the slave history of the University of Virginia. I mean, and Sally Mae Hemings and all of that. I mean, you know, shit, if I, I, I went to school having watched a show called The Jeffersons. It ain't no accident that the black, there's a lot of black people named Jefferson. It's like, there's, no accident. there's a lot of black people named Washington. I mean, they were slave owners, and that's what they did. They named, it, they named their people after themselves. <laughs> so, yeah, I was fully aware of, of that situation. Um, before we go, I get arrested. Uh, I just want to, you know, uh, switch gears and talk about some history that's about to be made uh, mm. tomorrow. Um, we'll yes, either sir. have a beret-wearing moron uh, as the mayor, or we'll have, uh, you know, Carmen my man, Dander, Eric Adams, my man. <laughs> so one of the two uh, is going to happen, and uh, so it's your man, Derek. You going to make the case for him? Yeah. Well, I mean. Um the city uh it, it needs some uh, some law enforcement and that's what Eric is going to bring to the table you know um he's a a, a lifelong a Jersey uh, resident he's a lifelong <laughs> new yorker <laughs> in spite of the you know the blasphemy that's out there you know he lives in brooklyn he shows you know he showed everybody's place he's got a brownstone down there in brooklyn his crib at that's what and, he said. Uh, and we're ready to uh take the world by storm you know we we need some change um, he's going to get the resistance from the folks, of course, out there in Staten, Alabama. That's my man, Kurt. You know, Kurt got them on lockdown, but I, I think he's ready. Um, definitely, we had enough of de Blasio, uh, in the words of my cousin, Mayor, the, uh, disaster. So we have enough of him. Hopefully, he can come in and get and, and get the support he needs and move the city further uh than where we've been the last uh you know last few years under de blasio you know not that de blasio was that bad you know but uh it's time to move i I know mark it's time to move forward and uh, hopefully eric will be the guy because new york city is a sleek neat looking town there's no way you can have a windbreaker barrette wearing cat as the mayor it's just that's not gonna fly (laughs) he doesn't look the part you know when you see him and then you do y'all see the crew that he rolls with all these over the hill uh, guardian angels. <laughs> guardian angels. I, I kick their ass. I kick their goddamn ass. Shit, man. I see them. <laughs> so, so that's it. Just, we, we need a change. We need some law enforcement in order. So it looks like the, um, I think I heard a little while ago Eric was up thirty six points. So it looks like Eric is yeah, going to get he's this. A, he's on slot. He's on crush this. Yeah. So what you saying? It's about the four. It's about the four. What you saying about New York is that it's a it's a big rich town. You know, hey, hey! I don't want to give nobody. Eric no comes props. from the very best part, huh? What? I don't want to give. Uh, you know, we. I don't know if we can include Eric with my boy Fitty. I don't. I don't like the way that you're about to say that. You know? <laughs> I mean, in, in spite of him, um, 
more than likely being at our gala where we set this here thing off like Kilpatrick and them did out there in Detroit. But, uh, <laughs> you know, we're going to do it a little different, you know. Like I said, I'll invite y'all to the uh, the inauguration. Nah, I, I, don't, I, don't want, I don't want to be in no FBI photos. I ain't trying to do that. <laughs> Stop being scared. Yeah, be surveillance film, man. Stop being scared. scared. Just tell you, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to do no fed time. I know he's a former police officer. Does he have the... Captain. Uh, Okay. Captain, yeah. uh, is, does he have yeah. the endorsement of, of the FOP? Uh, yeah, FOP. Is, I don't is think he endorsed so. by them. I don't think so. I don't think so. Because when he was in, <laughs> sad to say, when Eric was in uh, on the force, man, they would they had bugged his house, and they was they was always trying to get dirt on Eric because Eric was really really outspoken about the way uh you know you know policing needs to be in the way African Americans will be being treated. Sure, they were on Eric's ass. But of course, you know, he slipped in uh, dodge and got away from all that nonsense. And here we are. So hung out in Jersey while things are going down in New York. He slipped. (laughs) (laughs) He lives in Brooklyn. He showed y'all his house with his son. He lives in Brooklyn. Thank you. That's what he says, though. I don't know. I I mean, I ain't never seen him going out to get his mail. Is there a rule that says his woman can't live out of state? He can go visit his woman? Okay. All right. Now, yeah, Anthony is the only one voting in, exactly. in, in New York City. That's know. right. And, and we yeah, know he who ain't are you voting for, Anthony? Curtis. He ain't voting for Curtis, uh, right? Listen, uh, you know, full disclosure, I know Curtis Sliwa. There's no way in hell I can vote for Curtis Sliwa. <laughs> <laughs> so really, it's like, you know, it's it's like, uh, you know, it's, it's, so a, you it's the Kobayashi you Maru. It's a no situation He's on board. I'm going to have to pull the lever for Eric. Hold my nose. Hold my nose and pull my pull the lever for Eric uh, Adams and his Jersey living ass is what I'm gonna have to do because uh, because I just can't vote for Curtis. I you know like I said you know uh, and I, I don't have any issues with him personally. I you know just I just I know better. And he's, you know Curtis, is, despite the way he tries to come off on the TV with that foolishness, is not a stupid guy. Uh, but he's uh, come on, man. Come on, seriously, Kurt. The fact that he even got the damn nomination to me shows you That's how bad. bad off Staten, Alabama is, and how how, real, yeah. how crazy the Republican Party is in 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 the country. That that this fool, if ever you know, gets walking guy. around his beret, and I, I'm I, you know, I know I'm, I shouldn't say it, but I'm gonna give a damn. Uh, uh, I'll let everybody in, in, in America know right now when Curtis Sliwa goes to the bathroom, he has the beret on his head. How do I know? Because I've got it. I see. That's right. Facts. Oh, Not talking nonsense. I can't be sued for that. I see that. I'm telling <laughs> Well, the, the couple of times we was at the studio, he had the. the yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. 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 He, he that shit never comes off his head. And, you know, while I'm at it, he was actually sleeping in his office, living in his office at one point. So, you know, he, I'm just saying, if, if that's the guy you want to maintain or run the city budget, if that's the guy you want, uh, all right. God bless. Hey, yeah, Derek, what you gonna say? No, I was just gonna say, Eric. You know, obviously, Eric is our guy, and um, glad you're voting for him. And you know, we expect your full support once he's in office. No, he's I, I, he's gonna have my vote because uh, my girl uh, Maya Wiley didn't get the job, didn't get the thing done. But you know, that's all right. let it go uh, and let's know. move forward. We need your support. I'm, I'm move that's forward. the thing yeah, that I mean, drives me. Eric is fine for a year because that's how long he's gonna be in there before the feds come in and, and you know, kick his door down. <laughs> nah, yeah. nah, for nah, a year, nah, nah, that's nah, what nah. we need. We need to, we need uh, about a year from him. All right, here's a, a dumb question of politics. I don't. I don't uh, is there a deputy mayor? Yes. Yeah. Always, yep. 
All right, it's a couple so of who, deputy mayors. Does the, does the mayor does the mayor pick the deputy mayor, or how's that person elected? I, I, I'm now, not that sure. I don't know. You know. That's a good question. Because the reason sure I thought about that when you said when you jokingly said you know when the feds come get him, I thought okay, you know that's remember, that's how we got to wind up with Hoko is you know she she was the lieutenant. Oh, I'm glad. I'm so glad you brought oh, up Hoko. Before you go on there. Anthony, he ain't catching that case, supervisor. He's not catching listen, it. Listen, listen. There's something funny going on up in the governor's place. Tisha James is now Thank running you. for governor. Yep. I need to know, how can you take on a case take with a the job. governor in charge, and then you're going to run for the governor after you find all these women to be credible? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm glad you brought. That's where I was, I was going, Keith. I'm glad you brought it up. It, 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 it does, it does reek of some sort of shade going on. This your girl, Derek. You want to answer the question? Let's be real clear. Um, I'm, I'm <laughs> down. I'm down with Como and them. If push come to shove, remember I got that photo. I'm not comfortable with that photo that could circulate and maybe my story. Needs to be told. <laughs> okay. Maybe my story needs to be told. You know, I I put yeah, one of those little you. one of those little hoods over my head, and y'all can alter my voice. <laughs> I was not comfortable, but I had to do it. So you saying I, I just, just so we have it on the record? So are you saying that uh, Tisha James touched you inappropriately? And I'm not comfortable to speak to my attorney. Wait a minute. Yeah, yeah you're right, Keith. I mean, I, you know, I, when I saw it, I thought, I said, wait a second. You know, she went, yeah, you know, at first it was like, okay, I'm doing my due diligence as, as the attorney general of New York. I'm doing my due diligence. Um, these, these are allegations. They're serious allegations. They certainly have to be investigated. And so let me go check it. But then you get this guy out of there and now you turn around and saying, I'm running for governor. And this is what's scary. Tish can win that job. She, she has enough power and pull to, to actually get that, that job. She's going to have the women behind her. She's going to have, she's going to have that African-American. I don't know why. I she just took okay. down the governor exactly. of New York City. And, and we don't, you know, I'm not going to go there because they got Chappelle under un, under pressure. But, you know, with she with that movement, the the alpha, the, what what do you call them, Mark? The alpha the alphabet letter, uh, letter letters people? <laughs> alpha, letter alpha brigade. brigade. Letter, letter brigade. brigade. With the letter brigade, man. And th- those folks are behind her. I'm telling you, this don't, I'm, I'm saying it now. She'll mess around and get that job, man. Remember, I called out Joe B. Put it down. Put it down. Yeah, yeah I, was, I mean, Joe, listen. I mean, Joe B. She, calling she, out Joe B. is not a major accomplishment. The reason Biden won is because he wasn't Trump, and that's a low, low bar. That's true. Leave. Listen. Well, speaking of low bars, um, can I ask this question, Derek? Um, uh, I know Carmen San Diego is missing. Where the hell is Kamala Harris? Is she with Carmen San Diego? Well, you you know, well, no, you, you guys don't know. Um, when you go through a a separation, you know, when you gotta, you know, end things with people, you know, sometimes you gotta stay low under the radar, you know, but she she will resurface and I will be in DC the way it was supposed to be from the beginning. And we'll leave it at that. Yeah, because I mean, I, you know, I mean matters. she got elected. I haven't seen this, I haven't what seen her doing, what at you're all. supposed to do. Be quiet. 
Nobody's going right. to give him a damn. Let Joe, let Joe B VP. do his thing. But isn't she supposed to be traveling places? And, Actually, and, you know what? She did. You know, and you said that she, she did. Virginia. She, she was in Virginia. I think she's overseas now. she just now. come to Jersey? Gosh. She was just in Jersey. Yeah, I know. Messing up traffic. I didn't see it. She was. <laughs> you, you're not in touch with her. So you don't need to know her movies. <laughs> <laughs> she was, was just the, Was she at the Marriott, Derek? That's what you trying to tell me? She's well, we, don't wanna, we don't want to put that on, you know, the air now, okay? You know, our, our quiet time is just that, our quiet time, okay? I'm just Thank saying, you. I ain't seen her since the election, uh, since the inauguration. That's I how haven't VPs seen her are. anyway. That's how VPs I are, they on the low, man. She was, uh, in, uh, she was in New York today, uh, well, today being Monday, um, at Kennedy Airport looking at the, uh, um, what does it say? About climate action and things. She's she's doing all those classic VP jobs, which is just right. don't embarrass me. And then quite frankly, other than I can't think of a well, okay, Squail was probably the last one that was sort of like a, a goofy VP that I could think of. Actually, you know what? But Joe Biden was out I was there. Like, about to say, I said that well Joe was different. Y'all know he was different. He out yeah, there cussing people, looking for a fight. Yeah. Come on, man. He was a little different. I, I just think that it's tough to have her out front when he's doing so bad. You know, as far as his, because he's fighting and not fighting, but you know, he's having a tough time holding his own party together with these bills. Right. So if you have her out front being highly visible, it just takes away more from somebody who's struggling. I think like it's, it was easy for Biden to be out there with, uh, Obama because Obama was a popular president, sure. just like it was easy for Gore to be out there with Clinton because he was a popular president. Um, they hid Pence because you know Trump wouldn't allow that. But uh, um, I just drew a blank. Um, who was you know the person? Uh, 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 second Bush, they hid. Um, man, I can think of his name. Who was Cheney? Cheney? They hid Cheney. Cheney was no. Well, he was running the country, but he wasn't out front. He was not. But he was out front doing things because you had to kind of keep down a lot. So I think it it really comes down to the point of you got a popular president, you can have your vice president do things and be visible. If you have an unpopular president, you tend to keep that person quiet because you don't want people saying, "Man, you know, what about you know the questions coming? Are you going to run for president? Are you going you know what's you don't want that." So that's why I think he's or she's on the uh, doing the classic you know ribbon ceremonies that countries nobody know ever heard of and stuff like that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> leave her alone leave her alone <laughs> last last question i know that uh you you uh texted us group texted us uh derek about uh oh the goat debate i just i'm just curious as to whether how how, how the goat debate turned out and did you oh, win about that one oh yeah what, what um last week um you know, we were sitting around in this other uh, chat group for the listeners uh, that I'm a part of, uh, you know, Dave Chappelle, uh, his Netflix joint. And a couple of cats were trying to they want to give him his props, but they still want to put prior over him. So that's why I had asked you guys, give, give me some stuff because I was driving. I was going to see my mom. And once I sent that to them, you know, all you they didn't give me my prop. They just said, you got it. You know, you got it. I'm like, yo, he's he's that guy right now. You got to give him. He's yeah. major. So yes, they did. Um, reluctantly, they 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 surrendered. Like Davy Crocker, they gave up. Yeah, they was like, okay, <laughs> we, we can't go. We yeah, can't do I mean, that with this. And 
I, I looked at the the Netflix joint a couple of times, and I guess I can say because he got in trouble about it. And when I got to like the transgender piece, and I'm like, he's absolutely right in the way he 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 delivered it. I was like, yeah, this is this is comedic genius. This is genius here, man. I don't know if anybody can follow that up. That's why uh, that's how I looked at that after I watched. I watched it a couple of times, just like, wow, yeah. I hope it don't get us in trouble. Do you think it will? Because I like that I much. I think it will. Uh, <laughs> okay, well, it was great. I mean, it, it was great. The, okay, it, but he's brilliant. Did you like it too, Supervisor? Did you like that piece too? What I like the whole thing. No, no. Okay, let's be real clear. The transgender okay, piece was like off the charts. I think I, I think he got in trouble uh, by saying it. What's what's the term with the the? the Is that a uh, yes or no, sir? Term? No, no, I, you know, I, I wasn't sure. You know, I, I, first of all, as a comic, I listened to right. the structure of the jokes and how he was he's doing the setups and everything else. As a comic, it was flaw. It was like you know, it was like watching a flawless uh, floor exercise, a flawless uh, performance in any okay. any uh, performing arena. Uh, but in terms of whether I would have gone and said I'm a turf and all of that stuff, that 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 puts him in a in a I get Dave Chappelle. I get that he is going to push the envelope, and he should continue to push the envelope. But he's being because, honest. as I said, he's being honest. That's yeah. He was expressing his feelings, and he was expressing yeah. how he felt. And I, you know, and I, I didn't, I didn't have any problems. To answer your question, Dirk, I didn't have any problems at all with the show. I had no problems with with uh, his choices. I had no problems with anything that he did. Um, you know, and again, I, I think I think what he expresses is what we all kind of express because this is conceptually um, difficult for some of us. This is conceptually a change that we have to consciously, actively uh, make in our minds. And so, yeah, he he, he kind of voiced that, and I, and I have no issue with it. I think. Um, he kind of really put a bow on it when he said that his problem has never been with transgenders. His problem has always been with, 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 as he calls it, with the whites. And, and, you know, and so he was that he was making that macro point and people got caught up on the micro point. And I think, you know, to his, to his point, uh, Dave Chappelle is, is brilliant. Um, You know, as I, as I said uh, a couple of weeks ago, I never thought I'd see anybody funnier than prior. I grew up as a kid listening to those albums. I knew those albums yeah. backwards and forwards, all of them. Uh, I could I could recite every every riff, every line backwards and forwards, and I Ooh, never thought I'd see anybody funnier. Um, but Dave Chappelle is Brilliant. operating in a universe by himself. It's not you, you not Chris Rock, not Kevin Hart, no, not no, Eddie no. Murphy, not any of these people that that even aspire to 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 it. He is operating in a universe by himself. He is prior 2.0 in the sense that he is doing the social commentary that we need to hear. Yeah. Um and and it's unfortunate that uh um People are trying to cancel his voice mm-hmm. when I think his voice is at this juncture, at this point in time, the most needed thing out right. there. You know, you know what, Anthony? Okay. People just can't handle what is true. When the truth hits a lot of folks, they can't handle it and they need to throw some type of blinders up 
to get all these people to follow them, saying that it's something that it's not, but it's actually what it really is. And that's the problem that we, as people here in the, in, in this new culture, they don't want to see things for what it is. They want to see for what they want it to be. They want okay. to whitewash the history, which is what we've been talking about talking all about day. Uh, before yeah. we go, just want to make quick, sure. Yeah, yeah. Dave Chappelle, yeah, yeah, definitely that guy. But another person, not on the same level, but he he's he could be if if Chappelle is is uh, the number one guy, he's in the top ten in my opinion. Another guy who does social commentary with dagger like precision and a sledgehammer effect, Bill Burr. He also hits some of those same topics. Bill Burr is, is brilliant, brilliant as well. Yeah. Uh, and I and I you know I mean yeah I've known Billy for a long time. He is he's. You know, I'll, I'll say this, you know, before I go, I, I'll say this. There's not many comics I'm afraid to go on after uh, my ego and, and my sense of, of my own ability is such that I'm not really, you know, concerned with who goes on before me. That's one guy I did not ever want to follow. I don't care. I, I, know for, I just did not want to follow him. He, he was that that good and, and wrecked the room in that way. Um, you know, so, so yes, absolutely. I think that in terms of, I mean, uh, and Louis C.K., quiet as is kept, if he yeah. wasn't such a freak, uh, <laughs> is also, <laughs> leave those plants is, alone, is also, is also in that, 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 that second tier of, 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 of brilliance. Yes, and genius. Tier, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, uh, before we go, I guess just, uh, just, uh, in, a, in an ode and a tribute to my old boss. Uh, do not forget to vote tomorrow in tomorrow's big erection. Uh, make sure you get out there and, uh, <laughs> and, and cast your votes because it is going to be a big erection. Um, so uh, with that being said, if you have not listened to Power to the People, I don't know what you're waiting on. I mean, you can pretty much stumble on us anywhere you listen to a podcast. Just type it in, Power to the People. Anywhere you get your podcast, you can find us, whether it's uh, iHeart, whether it's, uh, I don't know, iHeart. I think we have a problem with iHeart feed, but we it, do. it doesn't matter. Amazon, uh, iTunes, um, you know, anywhere you listen, you can get us. You can ask, ask Alexa to play Power to the People, and Alexa will play Power to the People, whether you're in your car or, or out and about. Um, I'm sure Siri could probably find Power to the People if you ask Siri to play Power to the People. Uh, so make sure you do that. You can also find us on social media, on uh, Facebook at Power to the People. You can go and you can actually get at us directly on Facebook. You can also find us on Twitter at Power to the Peeps, P-O-W-E-L-L, the number two, the letters D-A-P-E-E-P-S, Power to the Peeps on Twitter. And you can find us all on Instagram, Comic Tony Powell, uh, Derek Powell, Three three zero three two three 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 zero. Uh, Big Bella fifty five and Mark Powell. What's the what's the numbers? Three oh, two seven, something. Seven three seven two. Seven three seven two. Okay, so all y'all know your stuff now. That's good. I'm, I'm glad I, I just to hear that. Up what you're saying is. <laughs> oh, oh, that's what it was. Yeah, y'all didn't know your stuff until I said something. Well, in any event, we will see you all next week. Stay safe and keep reading that real history. Peace. Peace.